the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. We're who your therapist listens to. How's everybody doing? I didn't think Dr. Weisselberg would listen to us. Oh, <laughs> that can't be a real name. Weisselberg? <laughs> that's absolutely a real name. Like, I don't know an actual Dr. Weisselberg, but I know that's actually, a, that is a real name. <laughs> I mean, all it's names not are my therapist, up, so. but he is a therapist. Or at least <laughs> his name could be. <laughs> yeah. He does exist. I don't know what his profession is. I mean, with a name like Weisselberg, I have to assume there's a Dr. Weisselberg somewhere. Oh, for sure. He's probably unemployed. Living in a van down by the river. He was actually a (laughs) chiropractor, so it's not even a real doctorate degree. (laughs) Bubba Weisselberg. (laughs) Jerry Weisselberg. (laughs) Okay. So, here we are. Underneath Vigil, population 11,500 people. Underneath the sewers of Vigil, in population this less than eleven thousand five hundred, <laughs> population uh, like five OTUs, in this forgotten uh, temple, uh, seemingly to Arasni. Uh, it's you know Vigil is a very old city. It's dating back to uh, like around the Shining Crusade when the Whispering Tyrant was first defeated. So you know, that's almost a millennia. That this city's been around. So, I was going to say, that, that doesn't give me a good frame of reference. A millennia is much better for me. There you go. Yeah, it's about it's been about 900 years since okay. uh, the Whispering Tyrant was imprisoned. Yeah, so like, who knows how many of, of like forgotten complexes and tombs and, and whatnot are hidden like in the catacombs, like un- in the bones of Vigil. But here we are in one such... Uh, one such skeleton. So you guys may notice that we are in a, a, a humongous open area. Like it's still underground, but like you're not in like a tiny little room of a dungeon like you have been. Utrid has dancing lights, which has served you well in the past. But uh, dancing lights has a limited radius for its light, and it's got a limited duration. So we may come across situations where, you know. Dancing lights will need to be addressed in one way or another. Like, how long has it been since Uhtred cast it? Uh, just how far out can the light reach? Uh, and stuff like that. Uh, it still shouldn't, you know, be a constant problem. Because uh, I think you can, like, as a free action, without concentrating, you can move your dancing lights effect, like, up to 100 feet or something like that. Like, every round. But, uh, if in addition to that, anybody else has any light-based spells... It wouldn't be a bad idea to just start incorporating those as well, just to have as many no! <coughs> as many light-based options as possible for when we're and and I'll 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 add is a, a helpful GM hint that as we progress further into the Tyrant's Grasp campaign, uh, very large dark areas may become more and more common. And Bless you. Do our- <laughs> thank you. Our, our goggles don't do anything in terms of light levels. Goggles. What do you mean? The, our death, goggles, the death watch eyes death don't goggles. affect the light level your, at all. Your no. death watch goggles? No. Okay. Uh, I would say you have Just to be observing. Sure. Yeah, I'd say you have to be observing a creature to like get a read on it. To like. Well, like, I imagine if, I can't, if, it's, if it's like pitch black and I can't see, I imagine it wouldn't register something, right? Right, right it would not. Like just like if it was invisible, like if, right, if right, you, right. it tells you your eyes, 
Yeah, it tells your eyes what the thing you're looking at is. It's not like a like a digital user interface or something. So, with all that said, let's start this. Well, oh, the co- we're mid combat, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Let's I continue. The blue no, you didn't. Let's continue this combat. I don't remember whose turn it was. I think it's. I went. Yeah, I went, and then you were like, "And we'll see you next week." Oh, that sounds exactly like something that I would say. So let's see. What are we? What are we doing here? Uh, so red. The the red statue is going to take a five foot step off of its pedestal, and you know it's. I was gonna say tax Randolph. Uh, it's gonna attack Thelias because Thelias is the nearest creature to it, and way more threatening than Randolph. <laughs> Just oh, what? The, no, he's supposed to be more threatening than you, right? Um, I don't know. I'm pretty big and tough. Uh, I guess I'm kind of old, though. <laughs> All right, so it's going to take a full attack on Thelias. Do your worst. Natural one. Ah, now confirm it. And a 29 to confirm. Uh, that feels like it does not confirm, but just no. let, me, uh, let me double check. Sure, sure. Ah, yeah, it doesn't confirm. All right, and then it's going to follow up with a 15 to hit. Nope. Okay, and so it's, uh, I'm sorry, it's uh, it takes two thrusts with its rapier, and then it's going to wind back, and it's just going to go for a fucking bitch slap. All right, uh, so that's going to be a nine to hit Thalias with that bitch slap, so that's going to miss. Uh, the blue statue turns to Uhtred and kind of like considers Uhtred for a moment, and then takes a five-foot step southwest and attacks what? Randolph. What? Oh. What? Oh, uh, I know. I got you. Yep, guys. I know yep, what's going I on. I got here. it. I know it. I don't. Nat- Someone explain to me. It's the Natural holy 20. symbols of Erasne that I collected. Uh, maybe. Uh, that's a natural twenty to hit Randolph. Oh God. <laughs> what? Yeah, that hits. And I mean, a natural nineteen a natural... is going to confirm. I think. Wait, 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 wait. Do crits always hit? Because Randolph's a AC natural twenty is... does. A crit threat still needs to beat your AC. Yeah, and then a, a natural 20, I'm assuming, was probably like a 30 to hit or something. Well, gotcha. he's, he's in that full plate armor, so... Yeah, right. I'm a beefcake now, so let's All right, well, Ran- Randolph, what's your, what's your AC? You tell, you tell me what your AC is. 27. All right, that will confirm still. Oh, right. <laughs> so this is a grazing hit, normal damage, and oh, ah. Thalias, or not Thalias, Randolph is stunned for one round. No save Uh-oh. on the stun. That sucks. Yikes. All right. So Randolph takes eight damage and is stunned from the graze. Second rapier thrust. 17 to hit. Nope. Bitch slap. 18. Uh, nope. I continue on with my award ceremony. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, green statue is going to five foot step west and full attack on Rogyar. Okay. Wow. Uh, that's going to be a critical threat, uh, with a 29 to hit. Uh, still flat-footed, I think, right? Does that, is that going to make a difference? Um, I mean. Uh, it's mad. Al- yeah, I think. It almost does, but. <laughs> you just yeah, that, feel that good. Hits. <laughs> yeah, that hits. <laughs> All right. And a 23 to confirm. That does confirm, but I need one second here. All the cool kids are getting crit confirmed on, so. Well, because I have something that gives me like a percent mischance against uh, crits. 
What? I think it's from his uh, air ability. I knew he had a per like a twenty percent concealment against ranged attacks. No, there's there's like a one level where I remember it was he got like under certain conditions a percent chance missed crits. It might be oh elemental attacks. overflow. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. I have at least three points of burn. Yes, so I. I have a chance to ignore crit or sneak attacks equal to 5% times my current amount of burn. All right. Which right so now 15? is 3. Yep, so 15%. All right, go ahead and roll percent. Roll gear. Looks like a 21. Yeah, that's a 21. Get crit on. This is kind of fitting given where we are. Um, I've, roll gear's got an infection. Oh. Uh, does double damage, and I have contracted filth fever. I need to make a fortitude save. Okay. Ooh. Better you than me. Yeah, Rogar's pretty much just fortitude. <laughs> Actually, my reflex is pretty good. Well, but I... I rest it's, a thir- right. it's a 33 Luckily, fort save. Yeah, Filth Fever's got a DC of 12. I mean, maybe I the, the, the saving... <laughs> maybe the saving throw was equal to, the, like... It's, like, because it's a crit card, so maybe it was equal to the confirmation roll, but... Yeah, yeah that's... Fucking, that's what I was assuming, it. so I was really glad yeah. I rolled a 19 there. Yep. All right, well, here comes the crit. 16 damage. All right. Follow-up thrust. That's an 18 to hit. That does not hit. Bitch slap. 17. That also does not hit. All right. Um, this looks like it should be a five-foot step, but since the orange is moving around this corner, I'm going to say it has to move five feet and then five feet. Uh, so it only gets standard attack. Uh, that's going to be 18 to hit. Uh, no. They're all done. So I'm going to take a free action, and Uhtred's going to yell out, Vipira, pull out Arasne's rapier. I have a hunch that you might be able to command them if you have that out. The rest of you, when you can, get here and grab one of her holy symbols from me. Okay. Uh, now it is Rogyar's turn. Okay, Rogiar is going to five foot float over here to get behind Uhtred, and I'll take a holy you know symbol. We, well, here's the thing. You might have to not take that five foot step and use your move action to rummage through my handy haversack. That's but true. I, Uhtred actually, did not have them in hand. I guess you don't need to use a standard action to... Yeah, I mean, I, I guess still... I guess they'll yeah. do the five the five foot step move action to pull that out, out of your haversack. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And then you can take a five foot step as long as you don't use your move action to actually move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yep. And then I'll take my standard action to hit one of these guys, hit the green one because that one's the one that hit me pretty good with a an air blast. Okay. There's a chance you might be breaking Vipira's new toys. Yeah. Well, that thing just stabbed me, and I don't. Care. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I am. There's a total hunch on my part. Yeah. And I'm going to deadly aim this. Okay. That's a 24 to hit. 24 hits. And that is 38 damage. Okay. Vipira. A little bit nervous about it because, uh, you know, these things seem to either crit or they <laughs> or they crit fail. Um, I mean, the, the the way they're... The fact that they have basically keen rapiers right now, they're pretty much going to either, like, crit threat or miss. Just the way their attack bonuses are seem to be yeah. set up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, Vipira is going to pull out the rapier, and she is going to... 
She like, could spend a standard action to dismiss her invisibility? No. Oh, uh, wait. Yeah, she probably has to. <laughs> yeah. You should. Yeah. Hold on. Todd, before you dismiss it, though, yeah. you should still end up within, like, touching Uhtred. So if this doesn't work on his turn, he can hand you a holy symbol. Okay. Yeah. So Viper is going to move around here. And uh, she moves around where? She moves around uh, uh, beyond Rogyar. Uh, so Viper is standing essentially right behind Rogyar in comparison to uh, the statues. But she's also right up next to Utri. Yep. And she goes, she goes visible again, and she goes, "I am your Lord and Savior. <laughs> Bow to me." What? Just don't say your name is Arasni. <laughs> yeah, well, this Give is your God's check. rapier. Ah, all right, uh, 26. Okay. Uh, we'll see if the statues do anything on their turn, uh, but it is Randolph's turn. And you might think that I don't get to do anything because I'm stunned, but my mind isn't stunned. Uh-huh. So I will have Thelias go fetch some holy symbols for us. Okay. That's is going to uh, acrobatic away from that red statue to avoid provoking, or is he just going to go over to Uhtred? If full retreat works, I'll do that. Otherwise, yeah. I'll acrobatics. I see what you're saying now with these stupid statues. <laughs> All right. Uh, so up next is Daswin. She's put herself in a uh, bad position to uh, accept holy symbols from Uhtred. Yeah, Daswin is going to uh, jump down. And then she's going to uh, move east and be part of the holy symbol mosh pit. She's going to be in the five-foot square below Rogyar. And it's Uchra's turn. As a full round action, you can retrieve two. Okay. Then I will drop one down to Vipera. Okay. And one down to Thalias. All right. And next turn I can get... I'll definitely be able to get two more. All right, so it is now the statue's turns. And at at, at Vipira's grand statement, the easternmost statue, the orange one, is going to return to its pedestal. Oh. And uh, it it resumes the, the pose that it held before it animated. I think... Red is going to clomp down the stairs and move to the south of Randolph, and Blue is going to five-foot step <laughs> to the north of Randolph, and they're going to go ahead and flank him. So we'll do Blue first with his full attack. Uh, doesn't Red provoke? This Randolph is stunned. Oh, right. Oh, that's bullshit. Okay, I see uh, your game. Which means that uh, you ha- basically Randolph is flat-footed minus two. Uh, I don't think so. He's, he's not dazed. He's stunned. A stunned creature drops everything held, cannot take actions, takes a minus two penalty to AC, and loses its dex to AC. I guess I always get those two conditions mixed up. Yeah, dazed is where you can't take any actions, but you're otherwise able to defend yourself normally. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. So Randolph drops his scythe or whatever he was holding, but I don't think an eighteen or flanking it. Uh, I don't think a twenty hits. You're flat-footed uh, minus two. Oh, maybe it does. He's in play No, it doesn't. Oh, yeah, that's true. Alright. Uh, second attack. I mean, plus three plate armor is going to give him a base of 
22 AC. That's true. Uh, so second attack is an 18 to hit, so that doesn't hit. Ha-ha! Now statue number two. That is a 24 versus your flat-footed minus two. Okay, okay. so that one hits against right. my will. All right. So that's going to be 10 points of damage. Uh, all right, so green is going to go now, and green is unable to hit Uhtred, Rogyar, Vipira, or Thalias. So it is going to provoke from Uhtred and Vipira by hopping, by moving five feet diagonally east and then hopping down ten feet or five feet as it moves about to get to Daswin. Uh, 20 to hit? 20 hits. Okay, it's gonna be 9 slashing damage from my adamantine scimitar. Okay. Alright, so Tom got a natural 20 and then another natural 20 to confirm it. And then now I'm rolling a d20. Yes. We're the kill. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is a confirmed crit, though. This is a paper cut. This one's cut. called Statue Breaker. Oh, <laughs> no, it's a paper cut. <laughs> um, it's normal damage, so non-crit damage. But the statue is going to take a minus four penalty on attack rolls, skill checks, and ability checks for 1d4 rounds. Hey, all, uh, right. all right. Yeah, from that nasty paper cut it got. <laughs> okay. Tom, you so, want to roll D4 for me? Oh, sure. All right, two. All right. All right. And how, uh, how much damage? 13 damage. Fortunately, it's still up with that DR. It is now Randolph's turn. Now. You are no longer stunned? Or yeah, when did he get runner. stunned? Yeah, he, you already... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You are no longer um, stunned. Not to look a gift horse in the mouth, but uh, was that green one supposed to attack Doswin? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Yeah, but at negative four. Yeah. That's true. That is a crit threat. Nope. See you, Doswin. But is it enough might. to beat her AC? <laughs> it matches her AC, but that's without the plus one sacred bonus to AC everybody got when you got down here. Nice. Oh my god. So let me go ahead and add that. So the thing rolled a crit threat and missed. Ah, yep. what a nerd. All right. Uh, so that's the last statue. And now it's Rogyar's turn. All right. So Rogyar is going to fly like straight up like 20 feet. Okay. And he is going to shoot... He's going to shoot, and he'll take the burn to shoot an empowered air blast at the blue one. Okay. Seeing, seeing Randolph surrounded, try and fix that. Yeah. Okay. 25 to hit. 25 hits. 58 okay. damage. How's that DR doing? DR didn't uh, do it much favors. Uh, Rogyar destroys the statue. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I will admit, even with... Like the the blue one had already been hit. I don't know by who, but I had it on my notes. Even if they hadn't been, it was that's I think still from Uhtred. Yeah, yeah, that still would have just one hit it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was good, I guess. <laughs> that was all right. Um, if I peer, will claw claw. Oh no, she's gonna actually rapier than claw, right? 
claw out of my She's gonna attack five, with her rapier, yeah. or is she gonna, like, try that command thing again? Oh. Yeah, let's try commanding again. Fuck it. I got time. Right. That worked last time. Yeah. Took out one of them. Uh, 14 and then 16 for the high ground. <laughs> you don't get high ground. <laughs> and also, I don't know. That's kind of a pedestal. One. That's kind of what podiums are for. Uh, exactly. Plus two on your diplomacy. Uh, uh, but you know what? Actually, <laughs> I got a, uh, I got a couple of bonus things that I can use though. Oh, true. Yeah, I'm gonna use a plus one. So I'm gonna make that a fifteen because I feel like fifteen sets the bar just a tiny bit higher. Okay. Uh, these statues will react on their turn, maybe. Uh, Randolph, now it's your turn. You're no longer stunned. Hooray! So I'm going to join the party over here by full retreating. All right. And I'm going to instruct Thelias to hold up his symbol and uh, do what the other folks have been doing. Just trying to get get them to listen to him. All right. Or, or at least not attack us. I'm sort of hiding behind Thelias in like a... Well, Thelias uh, is like five to ten feet below you from where you're standing. Right, right, right. I just mean... Yeah. I just I mean I'm cowering in fear. <laughs> <laughs> just in general. <laughs> yeah, generally cowering. Um, Got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now it's Doswin's turn, and she's going to wait for Uhtred to give her a holy symbol. And it's Uhtred's turn. All right, yeah. So I'll hand one to Randolph, and I'll hand one to uh, Doswin. All right. I accept. I believe that's everybody. Right, everybody now has a holy symbol of Erasne. And as the statues turns, and uh, I, provoking from, I guess, everybody on its way, green is going to return to its pedestal. I'm going to decline my attack of opportunity. All right. Uh, red does the same. How about you, Vipira? Are you uh, going to I'm, decline, or are you going to take I'm it declining. down? I'm declining. Yeah, I'm okay. not looking to... I watch in amazement as it just walks by. Like, is it going to, you know, is it going to attack, or is this working? All right, so uh, it would seem that's the end of the combat. Uh, the statues remain, but they're just kind of standing in their Ginyu Force poses and not uh, currently threatening you guys. What do you do? I'm going to toss myself the heal things first. In the combat and... And Nick, take a hero point for uh, uh, thinking uh, of the, uh, <laughs> the rapier uh, and the holy symbols. I don't yeah, usually awesome. beg, but I was like, that's a hero point. That's worth, baby. <laughs> Uh, and while Nick's getting hero points, I'll heal myself nice. with a uh, wand. And while he's healing up, Uhtred's going to bend down, pick up Valo, and then return the adamantine scimitar back into the handy haversack. Yes! 18, I'm the greatest. Nice! Wow. <laughs> All my lost HP. Uh, I'm also going to go pick up my scythe, and then when I see that they're really not attacking us and they really are going back to... Uh, their pedestals there. I'm gonna sort of get a closer look at them, you know, get right in their face. And at one point, I'm gonna do like a, huh, like a faint, like oh, I'm gonna attack you, just like to, the, to make sure. It's like the royal guards in London. <laughs> yeah, just to make sure that they're not gonna attack me. All right. So, allow me to read the uh, the description for uh, this area down the steps that about half of you are now occupying. Several travertine flagstones suggest this was once a meticulously organized square. 
However, with the passage of time, thick roots have cracked these stones and marred their patterns. The flagstones connect two similar temple buildings, both tiered in design as they rise up toward the cavern's vaulted ceiling. Between these two temples stands a badly eroded statue. To the south, the travertine tiles give way to a tiny beach where a pair of rowboats are tied up. A narrow bridge made of crystal spans the lake beside a pointed tower rising from a small island. Um, before we go anywhere or do anything, uh, I'm gonna stand next to Thelias, away from the statue here, like this, and we're about ten feet away, and I'm gonna take the symbol from him just for like a half second. We were told that this bridge is booby-trapped. Yeah, like, at the at the far end, by, like, G11, if you scroll down, the, the guy said that, like, that door, like, touching that door is going to trigger some kind of booby-trap. So there is, there's an island in the middle of this lake right here, and there is a tower rising from the, the island. From that tower, there is a bridge that goes directly east and directly south uh and that is outlined over here has the top the top floor of the tower is kind of laid out over here okay Um, i see and then right so then like if you were to enter the tower right here uh the map would show the ground floor of the tower uh but these walkways uh this eastern walkway connects over here and this southern walkway connects over here Everybody got that? Yep. So is this like a fucking castle? There are two... You see two distinct temples. One to the east, right here. And there's another... There's an entrance down here to the south. And in effect, you you see three bridges. You see this, this big crystalline bridge directly to your south. And then there's a two bridges connecting this tower. And you were told that there's a trap at a door... Uh, at the end of a bridge. And you're pretty sure this guy wasn't more specific than that. So there's an entrance at the end of a bridge. You touch the door and it's trapped. But it looks like the main ways to proceed are either to go directly south, southeast, over this crystalline bridge, or you can go or you can go south, southwest, and get these rowboats, or just in some other fashion, cross over this underground lake to get to the base of this tower. Or you can go east, and there's another two-tiered uh, temple uh, similar to the one that you just left. And I'm sorry, in the description it, it mentioned uh, two temples uh, like with a tiered system. That's that, that's, so you, you can see an entrance down here to something in these in these rocks but the temples that the description is referring to are the one that you just exited from and also this one to the west and there is a statue like just kind of right in between these temples uh not really clear on the map where it is but i'm gonna say it's like this like kind of concentrated jumble of rubble does it look like the ones that just came to life uh no uh, a much larger statue and it, it appears to be like carved out of the like the stone that it sits on uh randolph you you asked the to, to hand you 
uh, his holy symbol of Arasni. Yeah, but just for like half a second to see if anything happens. Just pull him back in your head and let him come back to life. Yeah. All right, well, Thalias hands you... I'm going to give it back to him if... uh, (laughs) I'm going to hand it back to him like a hot potato. Thalias hands you the uh, holy symbol and the the statue directly to your north. Like, you just hear the grating sound as its head just like snaps to the side. Oh, shit. No, I give it back to him. I give it back to him. And I apologize to the statue. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the statue that's a, a much slower and quieter grating sound as its head slowly sets back into place i, I tell the lies do not lose that <laughs> <laughs> all right so where do you guys want to go you have three options you've got big crystal bridge you've got base of this tower on an island in the middle of an underground lake or you've got this other temple over here to the east and you can presume that the temple eventually comes back out on this bridge that uh, moves, uh, yeah, to the to the east of the upper section of that tower. Personally, I'm terrified of that big red crystalline bridge. <laughs> I mean, if you look in at those what I assume are pillars on the second, the middle set, there's clearly there's two a couple... statues with giant swords. Yeah. Yep. So. And there is also this other, like, eroded statue uh, closer at hand. Yeah, I don't uh, like that one any more than yeah. those ones. It is it is hard to make out exactly what it is. It is a very badly eroded statue. So, yeah, it's, it's hard to make out what it is from from the distance you guys are standing at. And I don't like the fucking island, because they specifically put two rowboats in there, which tells me... That water's deep, <laughs> and the last time we dealt with water, Rogar almost died. We're not no, great with water. Nothing dangerous or spooky has ever happened on a rowboat yeah. on, in an underground Joe's lake. never played a character in full plate mail that <laughs> fell into some water and drowned. You guys also have uh, you know, pretty reasonably accessible flight uh, between the whole party at this point. Vipira and Aubrey are the only two who can't Give fly it to on their own. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I just go invisible. That doesn't help you cross a river, though. Yeah, but it, if the water it, can't see you, then it can't. <laughs> well, whatever's underneath the water. Anyway. Yeah, they won't see the ripples in the water. And uh... yeah. Anyway, Rogyar is assuming that this red crystal bridge is the one that has the trap at the other side. Yeah. And he remembers the guy saying, like, we just don't go in that entrance. So we should probably so, not go in that entrance. Yeah, but that's just sad. Now Rogar is probably going to assume there's got to be a way in through that other temple. And I think that's right. where Rogar would, would be inclined to start looking. Okay. Yeah, I I think I like that idea better, too. I think Uchir would as well. Because he's, he's got the heebie-jeebies from the bridge, plus what we learned through the interrogation. And it's too soon to be messing around with water. My only possible thought it's about the about taking <laughs> we were ninth level when a giant just, crocodile showed up. We're just we're just not prepared yet. My only Sorry. thought for that trap on the other side of the bridge that we're presuming is there would be to send Thalias in incorporeal form to trigger it. I would never do that to my boy. Would he be able to touch it incorporeally? Possibly not, but at the very least, he could check it out to see if that's where it is. Well, but that's also a like a full could... like couple of minutes that we have to spend, you know, getting yeah. that set up. Does anyone have any 
like limited duration buffs on right now. I believe Aubrey cast Bless on everybody at the start of that combat, which I think everybody uh, swiftly forgot about. Uh, but I don't think anybody missed those statues by one. At yeah. That point. Um, so I think after like all this deliberation, like just kind of collecting yourselves, uh, that bless is probably not going to be active for your next combat. Or maybe it will. Who knows? Well, I vote go to the east and Same. start there and just work the dungeon crawl like we're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> just be good little puppets. Uh, all right. Uh, so, what's the marching order as you guys go up these uh, steps? Not first. Vipira goes first. Uh, second. Okay. Vipira go goes through. invisible again, I assume. Yeah. Vipira always invisible. All right. all right. Well, go ahead and put your minis down where uh, they would be. All right. So, Vipira gets to uh, you, you guys climb up these steps, and Vipira climbs up the, uh, the final steps up to the third uh, level of this temple we all wait on the level below like yeah, yeah do it knock on the door <laughs> get I ready to run on the- dude you know it's gonna end up like the tooth fairy situation all over again we're gonna lose teeth no my peer <laughs> brandishes her rapier gonna- at every room and says take me to your leader <laughs> no, really. so my opens the door and knots of fungus enshroud this terrace nearly obscuring both the archway into the courtyard to the west where you came from and the passage deeper into the temple to the east. Wet tendrils wind along the temple's exterior surfaces. Small red flowers grow amid the tendrils and the smell of wet earth pervades the earth. Uh, Standing in this room, you see a creature. I'm going to, as a free action, hold up my holy symbol as if to say... Uh, this is my backstage pass. So, <laughs> This hunched giant has spindly limbs covered in moss and a riot of vines and mushrooms for a torso. It has two bright red mushrooms growing where its eyes should be, and it sports a long beard of woven grass. Anyone who wants to can give me a knowledge nature check. Ooh, 24. Oh, a crit, 25. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I rolled a 19, so you're right there. Uh, 26. Wow. And a 12. Oh, you fucked it up, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to get a 27. All right, so Rogyar, Randolph, and Uhtred all identify this creature as a sump steward. Hidden away in deep caverns or under the shade of mangroves in isolated swamps, some stewards hum songs while they dutifully tend to verdant colonies of mushrooms and fungi. You can each ask me two questions. First question. Do my goggles tell me if it's living or dead? You know that it's living, and your knowledge checks would also tell you that it's a plant creature. So you don't need to... That's not one of your questions. Um, real quick, uh, how about a quick run? What... Do we know about just plant creatures in general? What does that kill it with do? fire? Yep, yep, yep. You know that plant creatures have low light vision. Uh, you know that they have immunity to uh, mind affecting effects, paralysis, poison, polymorph, sleep, and stunning. They need to breathe and eat, but they do not need to sleep. Okay. So yeah, questions. Uh, special ability, offensive special ability offensive special ability you know it has several spell-like abilities at its employ 
and I'm going to give you two of them. You know that at will, it can cast Entangle. Okay, that sounds dangerous. You know that once per day, it can cast Cloud Kill. Oh, shit. Oh. But I thought Cloud Kill only affects creatures of level 5 or lower. It automatically, so. it automatically kills anything of 5 HD or lower. It does uh. affect... <laughs> it affects everyone. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Joe still has one question left, and everybody else still has two. For my two, I guess I'll do uh, DR and uh, energy resistances or immunities. You know, it does not have any DR, and it does not have any energy resistances or immunities. Perfect. Would our knowledge checks have been high enough to know, like... Um... Is this an area where it has the right conditions for one of these things to be or, like, occur? Or is this... I feel oh, like it's good a little one. out of place. Uh, it seems pretty uh, pretty in its natural habitat. I believe I... Oh, I'll, just, I'll read it again. Uh, <clears throat> hidden away in deep caverns or under the shade of mangroves in isolated swamps. Uh, they hum songs while they dutifully tend to verdant colonies of mushrooms and fungi. Uh, and this room uh, is just covered in mushrooms and fungi. Okay. So this is like its home. Uh, it Do would the appear so, know yes. About this? <laughs> and you said they hum songs. I'd like to know what languages they speak. Oh, okay. You know that they speak common and sylvan, and they also are able to speak with plants as the spell. Huh. For my last question, I'd like to know if Rogar can one-shot it. <laughs> so you want to can play we, the HP game. Can we get an update on what roughly his max is? Um, so I could do upwards of like 80 damage with an empowered blast. That's what? our number. You've definitely done over that before. Yeah, but as a yeah, crit. Yeah, he's ballparking. Oh, okay. And that's, sorry, like my blizzard blast could do more than that. I'm just talking about my, my basic air blast. Yeah. So what is the number? 80. So we're playing the HP game, and your guess is 80. Yes, and if I'm right on, you have to give me a bonus. Higher. Uh, okay. All right. We're pretty beefy, huh? Yep. Uh, does anyone have any questions left? I have one left. Okay. Is there, like, like something these creatures are known for? Like, man, this specific flower, they fucking love it, or, like, they're super into, like, this thing. And they, they always, like, love to talk about, I don't know. Because they have, like, a defining characteristic like that. So if I wanted to try and strike a conversation with this, like, what would be, is there anything that, if I started with it, they're going to be like, oh, you like that too? Uh, you, I mean, you know that they love their mushrooms and fungus, and they, 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 they tend to colonies of mushrooms and fungi with a, a genuine benevolence alright so uh, yeah everybody roll initiative Adjies. Uhtred 26 Rogier uh, 13 Vipira 19 Randolph 5 yikes okay up first is Uhtred I'm going to uh, I'm gonna sheath Valo and I'm going to slowly start to move up towards this creature and I think I'm going to make sure to stay to the far side of the staircase and he makes like 
extra attention to go slow and like purposely step over and around any mushrooms and uh-huh. he says excuse me I'm sorry to bother you but I was hoping you could provide me with some directions and he's like saying this as he's coming up right so he's not trying to like just surprise this thing and he kind of wants him to see him like putting the care and attention into not stepping on his mushrooms right so this creature uh like you can see these like two the like the moss uh growing on like the top part of it almost forms the appearance of like the hood of a cloak underneath you can see like two glowing red mushrooms for eyes you can't tell if it has a mouth you can't see it talking but you you hear its response a a voice issue from just somewhere beneath the hood in the darkness you are trespassing in my realm we were hoping you would actually grant us passage through your realm what business have you well, we're looking for a man that the Black Knights, I'm sure you're familiar with them, brought down here a few hours ago. The Black Knights, I remember. They destroyed my mushrooms. It seems they have a pension for destroying a lot of people's things. They are not welcome here. I chased them and they have cowered in their hidey hole ever since. Where is this hidey hole? Perhaps we could be of use to you and help remove them from your realm permanently. With its, uh, with its, like, large staff that it's leaning on. This thing is, like, incredibly top-heavy. I don't know if you I can see tell. that. I, when you uh, first put him down, I was looking at the picture, and I was like, yo, those yeah. back legs are just too... <laughs> like, he, the staff is his third leg. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but it it lifts the staff off the ground, and it surprisingly uh, is, like, still standing upright. And it lifts the staff up, and it, and it points, like, kind of southwest out the out the the door that you came from towards could be the like the tower or like the end of that red bridge and it says they dwell down there in the tower beyond the crimson bridge do you know if we were to go down the crimson bridge anything would attack us while we traverse it the crimson bridge is guarded by Clever Quill. The Armored Knight struck a deal with him, and he now works for them. I see the Black Knights traverse the Crimson Bridge. What's everybody else doing while Uchir is having this very spooky conversation? I'm whispering to Thalias, like, do you know that was why we're here? I can't... Was that why? Jason? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, he's just Struggling with his old man memory. <laughs> and all this new info that he uh, is getting. All right. But Pierre's going to start walking down the stairs and just uh, kind of get around here to like kind of stare out a little bit over the lake. Okay. Give me a perception check. Well, my Pierre uh, doesn't have dark vision, right? No, she does. 
She does. She has dark vision 60 feet. Okay. Yeah, never mind. Well, I appreciate the information that you have provided us with. Either you will see us on the way out and you will no longer have a Black Knight problem, or this will be our final goodbyes. Uh, it says, uh, it, it motions with its staff uh, to the steps behind it, to the right, that go deeper into the temple. And it says, uh, You can reach the tower amid the underground lake by traversing this temple and enter the Armored Knight's domain through the bridge. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. What's your name? You hear a, uh, like, a, a strange, like, rustling of, of, like, leaves, plant matter. If you didn't know better, maybe it sounded like laughter. It says, names are for mortals. Well, thank you nonetheless. It, uh, it rests its staff down on the ground, kind of, like, dips its body down in what you might assume is, like, a, like a head nod. Hmm. Uchid would return it and then turn over his shoulders and say, uh, Hey guys, looks like we can go through this temple and avoid that crystalline bridge altogether. Oh, that's great news. Great work up there. Just pay mind to the mushrooms. Don't step on any of them. I look at Elias as if he's the one most likely to accidentally step on a mushroom. <laughs> now, Rogar carefully floats over the mushrooms to the stairs. Uh, since Viperia's invisible, I guess Uchri would probably just assume that she was still out in front and start making his way into the temple. As I'm walking through, I make uh, comments about how lovely everything is and uh, just kind of awkward, like, oh, wow, yeah, this is great. Wow, oh, <laughs> I love what you've done with the place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sort of bumbling through. It's like fucking Donkey from mm. Shrek. Like, I like that <laughs> <Yeah>. boulder. <laughs> that is a nice boulder. So fun sway. <laughs> Fungus Shui. Yeah. <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, as I reveal this area, I'd like some perception checks. 29 perception. 10. 13. 22. The intricately tiled floor here is covered with pools of water and small white mushrooms. Above, a 10-foot diameter circle opens to the temple's domed ceiling. Thick fungal tendrils droop through this opening and nearly touch the floor. Stairs descend to the west, and a long hall runs to the north and south out of this room. The south section of the hall is choked with rubble, and the north hall ends at a door of warped red wood. Alright, so, yeah, you've got this rubble to the south that looks like it can be traversed uh, with some difficulty, and you also have this door to the north. Where do you guys go? If we can go south, in my head, logically, we know the tower was a little south of this entrance. Yeah. Yeah, so like that would be ideally where to, to start going. Alright. So, as you guys enter the room, and only once you're inside the room, Rogar, uh, so why don't you guys just like put where you are. Rogar, you hear something. Some shuffling coming from above you through the uh, the hole that leads to the vaulted ceiling. And as you watch, something crawls out of that hole. 
Oh, I don't like that. This towering plant is a mass of vines and barbs. Several stalks are horribly mobile, each ending in a set of green, toothy jaws. Some of these fungal stalks are allowing it to climb up and down this hole in the uh, in the ceiling, traverses uh, vertical and even uh, inverted surfaces. Everybody can give me a knowledge nature check. 28, 24, 18, and 18. Okay. Uh, Uhtred and Randolph identify this as a giant fly trap. Good thing we're not flies. What a creative name. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. A hardy plant that grows in areas with poor soil but abundant animal life. This dangerous predator is an immense version of its more common and much smaller kin. Uhtred can ask two questions, and Randolph can ask one. Uh, First thing I'd like to ask, where is this abundant animal source that's eating down here? (laughs) Unclear. Uh, I'd like to know an offensive ability, please. You know about its engulf ability. If a giant flytrap begins its turn with an opponent at least two size categories smaller than itself grappled in one of its mouths, it can close its jaws completely around the foe by making a new combat maneuver check as though attempting to pin the foe. If it succeeds, it engulfs the prey and inflicts 1d8... I won't tell you that. and inflicts damage... Physical damage and acid damage as the cavity floods with digestive enzymes. The seal formed is airtight so an engulfed creature risks suffocation. Engulf is a special form of pinning and an engulfed creature can escape in the same way as he came from being pinned but since the engulfed creature is constant, is contained wholly inside the plant's jaws, the flytrap's victim cannot be targeted by effects or attacks that require line of sight or line of effect. A giant flytrap that is grappling or pinning a foe cannot attack other targets with that bite, but is not otherwise hindered. Yeah, I was sort of afraid of that. You see that it has, looks like it has four bites, like four uh, mouths. Woof. All right, well, Thalias, get in there, take one for the team. (laughs) Uh, Let's go with any DR. No DR. Give me one other spell like cool thing it does so we had the engulf yeah sure that's uh, not its only trick yeah well you know that uh synergizing with that it gets a free grab attempt with any of its bites i mean yeah it doesn't really have any other special attacks ah, one I'll, I'll get okay Name so of the game is don't get hit boys yep so uh everybody roll initiative utrid uh 15 vipera 26 rogiar 27. Oh, Randolph. Eight. We are in a surprise round right now, and uh, Rogyar, go ahead. Okay. Rogyar is definitely going... I guess he's just going to float back five feet, and he's going to hit this thing with an ice blast, try and entangle it. So entangling infusion. That's a 34 against its flat-footed touch AC. Yeah, that hits... And that's 28 cold damage, and I need a reflex save. Reflex coming at you. 13. It fails. It is entangled. All right. <laughs> you entangled the fucking plant. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
The only other creature to act in the surprise round is the giant flytrap. I think I'm gonna roll 50% for Randolph and Thalias. Uh, Joe, highs or lows? I asked Thalias highs or lows, and he says lows. Oh, All right, so lows. one to fifty, this thing's going after Thalias. Fifty-one to one hundred is going after Randolph. Classic Thalias. Right, after well. Randolph, uh, and I guess this would be the high ground, wouldn't it? It's like kind of like peering out of this hole, so it it is still about ten feet uh, away from Randolph and Thalias, but with ease, it would seem. Uh, it still uh, reaches down to grab Randolph. What? Grabs me with ease. That's a 22 versus Randolph's flat-footed AC. Aha! No. Okay, uh, so that's the end of the surprise round. And, uh, so what does he do to me exactly? He went to grip on he, me? Yeah, like one of like the flytrap mouths reached down and tried to uh, bite on you. But that's some bullshit. Yep. All right, so it is, uh, again, Rogyar's turn. Okay. Rogyar is, again, going to five-foot float back, so he's kind of hiding behind Doswin. All right. Um, um, this thing's going to have uh, soft cover. Well, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have it's gonna have light cover because it's, like, up in that hole, and you're so far back that you really can't see the whole thing. Yeah, uh, I'm okay with that. All right. So that's a plus two to AC, I believe. Or, okay. Matt, if you uh, hit him again with that cold blast, don't you root him to the spot? That's the idea. I am going to gather power to empower a cold blast. All right. With the entangling infusion. That's a 23 against its touch. You beat its monstrous touch, AC. <laughs> so that is going to be 46 cold damage, and I need another reflex save. 12. 12, it fails. It is rooted to the spot. All right. Now, that is not to say that it is paralyzed. It is still only entangled, but now it can't, uh, it can't, like, move. It can't, yeah. It's stuck like, to that spot. Yeah, it can't traverse. Uh, up next is Vipira. I mean, I can't reach this thing, right? Not in melee, no. I'm going to hold my, uh, I'm going to hold my turn. I'm going to delay my turn, yeah. All right. It is the flytrap's turn. I think I'm going to roll a d4. Vipira is invisible. Uh, so one is Doswin, two is Randolph, three is Elias, and four is Uhtred. Four. No, it's... Well, it gets a full attack, so never mind. Um, so it's got four, four mouths, four, four targets. Mouths. All right. It's got four I'm mouths. I'm going to uh, spend an Arcana point to boost my AC. Can you do that while flat-footed? It's a swift action. So, uh, so no, it's an immediate action. action. Right. So yes. I, I don't know. I want to say yes. I don't know. I really hope it's yes. I'm looking it up. Why you cannot no use an immediate action so good. for flat-footed. Ah, that's all right. You can't hit all a 32 right. anyways. Uh, I can, but I did not roll high enough to. Yeah. I. It's got four mouths. I think it's just going to go after your... Uh, Everybody can see and reach once. So next attack is going after Thalias. And that's going to be a 22 to hit. Nope. Okay. Uh, Randolph. How's about a 33 to hit? Uh, yeah, that does. All right. That's going to be 14 points of damage. 
And I got a natural 20 on its CMB, so it grapples you. And lastly, Daswin. It's going to be a 22 to hit. Uh, Daswin is within 10 feet of Thalias, so that does not hit. All right, uh, so now it's Uhtred. Oh, boy. I ugh, I don't think I can take a five-foot step in any way to get to or to get in range of um, Randolph. Huh? Okay, I'm going to use a move action. I want to get to this square right next to Randolph. And if I roll acrobatics and I f- fail it, it stops my movement altogether, right? No, it just provokes. Uh, yeah, I think. it just provokes. It's only if uh, you're trying to move through a okay. creature's space. Um, so I'm going to roll uh, acrobatics. I'm going to spend a key point now to key in my scimitar. A key point? Uh, an arcana point, sorry. Uh, I rolled a 17 acrobatics. That is not going to pass, so that's going to provoke. Okay. That's going to be a 24 to hit. It misses. Okay. And then I'm going to make a called shot. Uh, are we going to consider the mouse like hands like we do with the crocodile? Yeah, but you can't reach it. What do you mean? It's grabbing the lias, correct? Or Randolph, correct? It is. Um, but I believe for all intents and purposes, uh, like, uh, let me see. I just I don't want to get this right. Uh you have a tough time convincing me that it reached a vine out with like a, a mouth on the end of it, struck Randolph, but me standing right next to Randolph can't reach it. Well, I believe when you have reach and you, if you have reach and grab, when you grapple a creature, that creature is like brought to the closest square adjacent to you. So like, I think in effect, Randolph would be in the air right now. Let me just double check. He wouldn't get like a, a chance to resist that. Uh, I don't know because this is definitely the first time that we've I've I've adjudicated grab and reach, and also the person the the grabber is in the air. Uh, I mean, this is kind of reminiscent to the vine creeper yeah. from Mancatcher Cove. And you did that wrong. We found out long after. <laughs> In lieu of not of not immediately finding that, um, I guess for now we'll just rule that Randolph is uh, still on the ground, so Uhtred, uh can make a call shot. And the mouth we're gonna treat like we did with the crocodile as a hand. Yes. Okay. So that's a minus five. Well, for me it's a minus three. Correct. So let's go to you with. Dallo, uh, 17 to hit. 17 does not hit. Gotta roll better than an 8. Yep. So, up next is Daswin. Um, I'm gonna actually steal the roll there. I'm gonna okay. have Vipira flank. Now, for flanking purposes, this creature's up on the ceiling, so you're not gonna be able to flank it. Yep. Well, well, if he's able to attack it, then... You're, you so you can't flank it now. I'll claw claw this thing that's uh, pinning him. All right. Uh, I'm going to maintain that this is still a called shot, though. Okay, that's uh, fine. And uh, I think normally you can only make one called shot per round. All right. Well, unless you have in improved that case, called shot. Unless you have improved called shot. Thank you, Nick. 
So I, I, I actually like that as like a, a balancing factor. Like this creature is still largely out of your reach. Only by the grace of it grappling Randolph can you even have a chance to damage it. So it's gonna have a plus four to, or a plus five to its AC and you can only try to hit it once. All right, then I will only attack once. Um, all right, close. Oh. Again? Oh, oh bigly. Oh. What the oh. fuck is going on with you tonight? So another double oh, here 20 we from go. Vipira. Make, roll double third 20. d20. And then a third d20 here. Ah, that's all right. Let's take right. it, though. Well, so this, uh, this crit, this slashing crit, is called a severed spine. Oh. This is going to sound familiar to Thalias. Oh. <laughs> Double damage and 3d6 dex damage with a fortitude save to have the dex damage. Wow. So f- fucking stupid. It's a so even have, that could do upwards of nine dex damage. It's a plant. You're just attacking essentially its hand. <laughs> Suck it. Cutting, the, cutting that arm off. <laughs> cutting yeah. that mouth right off. Uh, and also as a hold on so this is a called shot too yeah. oh it's a critical called so shot you're gonna drop Randall drop is in release yes, or murder is in release <laughs> <laughs> goes right through and the I think the critical one head pro, uh, I think the successful called shot by itself does dex damage you're about to do even more than that six to it alright so critical hit to the hand is 1d4 dex damage uh, in addition, the target drops anything it's holding, and that handless succeeds at a reflex save. Give me your damage that you did. Uh, 43. Ooh, seven off from a debilitating. And then three of which is fire and acid, I think. Now All right, so how much fire. dex damage did you do? I'm going to... Uh, it's six dex damage. Okay. And then... And now you can do another d4 dex damage from the cold shot. Uh, God damn it, one. Okay. And this creature drops Randolph. Hooray! And also drops from the ceiling dead. Oh! <laughs> I guess we did. And we'll see you next week. Oh! oh. On the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Yes! For the best. See ya! See ya! See ya! See ya!